guys, it's Maddie. And Dylan, and this is our podcast, Accepted. This is where we are your real-life college advisors talking about the ins and outs of your real college experience. Yeah, you're not going to get this from Betsy, your college advisor. We're going to give you all the dirt about what college is really like, all the parties and, you know, alcohol that you're uh, taking in while your parents are, you know, texting you. Yeah, so college kind of starts off earlier in your high school career, more like your junior or senior year when everybody starts talking about what you need to do to get ready for this college experience. So it definitely starts off early with you taking either the SAT or ACT. Most smart people probably take both or take it multiple times for SATs. Yeah, I, I definitely, I took the SAT three times. I took it next to my my friend. Um, he, he got a 2400 on the first time and I left probably with a 1600 on my um, probably second or third time. So I took the ACT too. And I was actually really proud of myself after I left. You know, I ate all my snacks in between that my mom packed. And I ended up getting the same score like three weeks later. So I was really disappointed. And my mom was pretty disappointed too after, you know, we had to pay for each of those. So it was kind of a rough time. So I, I really took advantage of the super score of the SAT. <laughs> and I highly suggest that. I completely agree. I also took my SATs three times. And going into it the first time, I feel like every high schooler is like, man, I don't need to study for this. Like, I go to school every freaking day. And, like, I paid for that expensive-ass, like, uh, SAT course that was through my high school, too, that everybody was supposed to take. And, like, if you wanted to do good, you had to take that course. And so I sat through it and bought that expensive-ass, like... I don't know, SAT study guidebook or something. Oh, yeah. And we had to go to class like like every like week or something of, to study for SATs. I remember just taking it as a joke. I mean, like, this is stupid. Like, I'm just going to do how I'm going to do <laughs> and wow. not taking it seriously at all. I came out of my first one, I think, with a 1400. And I was like, shit, I need to study. And then it definitely, I agree. I, I did take my super score for my entire score. And my highest was a 1600 and that was was good for me I was like damn I feel so much better like I my last one actually ended up being my best SAT for each section so my super score was my last day's SAT and it happened to be the SAT that I didn't take with any of my friends I didn't have any fucking distractions throughout the whole thing I literally took it by myself and I went to a school I'd never been to drove there by myself and I just took it and I think that's why I did so good, to be honest. No, I agree with you. I, my mom, I actually signed up for this one of the, the last SATs late. And I actually booked it in like upstate New York, <laughs> being it was the last one late. So my mom actually had to wake up around like 6 a.m. and drive me there. And that was actually my best one probably because I was alone. And I felt really awkward and everyone looked different compared to me. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I feel like definitely SATs are something that's important to get into a school, but I feel like that's where it stops. Like, being, I'm a senior now in college, and looking back, I'm like, I didn't do the greatest, but I can see now that that really didn't show how I'm supposed to do in college or show how my work ethic was supposed to be. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I'm a two-year graduate out of college. I'm I'm an engineer, so I've really focused on a lot on the maths and sciences. So actually, when I took my SAT, I actually had a perfect score on the writing section. 
And then I found out the writing section actually didn't matter. So when they looked at my SATs, it was just put aside. So I got whatever it was, a 10 out of a 10. So then when they looked at the math portion, and it was like, you know, subpar for an engineer because, you know, it's <laughs> relatively competitive. I was like, oh, shoot, this is going to be an issue. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think now, I think after the year that I graduated, they also made writing, like, for the SATs optional. Or, like, you didn't even have to fucking do it. I remember being pissed about that. I mean, like, well, really? I mean, I was, I was very annoyed because, I mean, I'm a pretty decent writer. I mean, it was, it was, it was easy for me. And well, I, for me, I'm not the best writer in the slightest. And that's why I was upset that they made that optional. Cause well, I think, you know, I mean, I feel like it wasn't fair for me because I got a perfect score on it. So, <laughs> oh, like, okay. I mean, come on. What's coming, this, what's the segregation against me, you know? Coming from people that really hate writing, which is me, like, I was better at math and science. And those were my higher of the scores compared to the writing section. Well. But now SATs, I think, are out of 1,600 and not 2,400. Yeah, that's correct. So, I found that kind of annoying, and I didn't really like that at all. I would recommend... To take an SAT course, if you can. I went to a charter high school, and we actually did not have any SAT course. So I actually had to take outside classes. And and I was studying on the weekend while, you know, my friends were playing basketball. I was um, studying all, you know, the reading comprehension and bullshit that probably would not matter as a design engineer. So I feel like if you want to really get, like, a higher level scoring on the SAT versus AT, ACC, yeah, you can study, but to be honest, was I didn't really study. I like, mean, I took an SAT scores or course or whatever through my school. It wasn't offered like during the day. I had to go there at night. I still had to pay extra for that. I don't know if that benefited me in the slightest. Seeing as that, I only got a 1600, and I thought that was pretty good, but to some people, they'd be astonished. <laughs> I mean, that was it's good. definitely a very expensive year for a lot of things that didn't turn out outright for me. I mean, between I took the ACT and the SAT, you know, I probably I took the SAT about three times. I also had to take multiple courses um, from people that were a lot smarter than me, and you know what? It made me realize that I'm not the best at test-taking. Um... It also made me realize when I took all my AP courses and I went up to the test and there was a physics question that I'm happy with getting a two of a five on the exam. My mom, unfortunately, was not. I mean, let's just say high school is expensive, but it, w it was, you know, good that the taxpayers were paying for my charter school. So, <laughs> I mean, it's not on them. It's on you. Yeah, I went to a public school. You know, didn't taxpayers also. Taxpayers are paying it. Yeah, public school versus charter school. I went to a charter school for elementary school. So, like, I that's pretty uppity, I feel like. To yeah, it is uppity. But like, choo choo, <laughs> on the way. <laughs> but moving on from, like, once you get your score and you know, like, basically what kind of colleges you can go for, for, like, what score you Yeah, got. I mean, once you get your 1600, I mean, or whatever... I mean, you might be a little limited, but considering the score, I applied to, like, a fuck ton of schools. Yeah, I mean, don't don't forget about it, you know? You want to, you know, get in a little party in high school. Yeah, I feel like definitely don't just, like... Make the best of it, you know? Eat a protein bar before the exam. Think about think about your studies first, obviously. But think about, like, what you can do on the weekends. Like, where are you going to go to hang out? Like, a lot of the schools that sometimes I visited were in, like, suburbia. And I was like, 
I just came from there. I don't think I could do another four years living here, being away from my parents, and living in, a, like, another neighborhood. I mean, high school was rough for me. <laughs> By the time I, you know, got there, I I mean, I, I had to take a bus at, like, 6.30, and I wouldn't come home until 5 o'clock. And then I had to do more homework. So, you know, the SATs were probably the last thing I was worrying about. Yeah. Well, it probably should have been the first thing I was worrying about. But then look where I am, you know? Yeah, I feel like as long as you have the work ethic to put it through college, you can still have fun, do your work and whatever, and actually graduate like a person. Yeah, I mean... But some people obviously don't follow straight along that path, and that's fine, but like... I mean, we always we always need plumbers, electricians, I mean... And those are good trade jobs, too. They're like, great trade jobs. I mean, things break in my apartment all the time. I mean, I'm okay with you fixing my toilet. So, I think once you find, you do your tests, you do all that bullshit that, you know, college board is requiring you and, you know, keeping them in business, you, you arrive on, around the common application or all the applications that require you to pay additional money. So, it just didn't stop there. Yeah, definitely not all applications are free. I feel like I didn't know that until I started applying and being like, what do you mean I have to pay $25, dollars Oh, yeah. So if your parents are giving you an allowance for, you know, lunch... Maybe save it up for your college application. It's probably getting cut off because probably by the time you're here, you know, you're spending a good chunk on, you know... Especially the more schools that you apply to that, I mean, not everyone... Like, the common application can go for X amount of schools, but not every single school. Oh, yeah. So then you have to pay, like, whatever out of pocket for a certain amount of schools. So the more schools you apply to, you also have to take in the... the fact that you're paying extra money just to apply to I mean, schools. you know what the best thing is? You know when you like you get a piece of mail and like you're still you're still living at home with mom and dad. So you're not used to getting like a piece of mail. It's a great feeling. And it's a, especially a great feeling when you get that free application. Yes, the government knows when you are ready to be looking for colleges and they will send you things in the mail like free applications they, and you take them. They also know when you're already broke and you haven't even started paying for college. Exactly. So, like, hop on those free applications. Even if you don't want to go to that school, just freaking apply. It's always worth it if it's free. I mean, free is the best word you want to hear in college, so might as well start learning that early. I, I will give you one more chance to become an electrician public college now is about 25 grand with private college at 50 grand so you end up leaving college with at least you know probably about thirty-seven thousand dollars in debt and let's be honest it's gonna take you about 10 to 15 years um to pay that off so the positive and all i'm saying is at least you're married while you're paying this off so you can share that debt with somebody. So you can share the debt. You can share the love. So that, I mean, if if they really want to be with you, they're going to pay for your debt. I mean, coming from, I went to a private college. It's considered a private college. And I did have, I have really great parents who have paid along the way for me, but are obviously going to leave me some debt to pay for when I'm an adult yeah. and have to get a job and such. And I know like about the range of what I'm going to come out to. And it's probably near around $25,000. And that sounds like crazy now being that I'm 22, don't have a job, haven't graduated. I'm literally working on campus, federal study, for minimum wage, which in Pennsylvania, let me add it, is $7.25 an hour. So literally nothing. So, so I guess what you're saying is you really should be living in California or Maine, one of the states that pays, what, 15 bucks an hour to work in the library? 
more like I should have gone to like a state school. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if you did not know, Maddie and I actually went to college together. Um, I was actually at Philadelphia University at the time. So, I mean... Which got bought out by a bigger university called Thomas Jefferson. So, I mean, if you didn't think it was expensive then... It got more expensive it's now. It's more expensive. Yeah, I think what I got here is about... I don't even know. Like, what do you think? About forty five, fifty thousand. It's probably about forty eight thousand. I think yeah. they put I it up. I think now by... it's probably like forty or fifty five or something. Oh here. yeah, we're the Harvard of uh, science over here. The medical, you know, department here. It's great. We even have our own hospital. So after <laughs> you're done partying, getting drunk, just stop over by the hospital. Show your uh, campus ID. Yes, sir. But we, remember, you have to drive to Center City first because we're not in the city. <laughs> That's what people forget. We are literally in a, like another outskirt of Philadelphia. So once you get all these college applications and you're you're filtering through all the free ones and the ones that mom and dad are paying for for your birthday, you're gonna really look at what you want to do, what 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 you love to do, what. What what is that? Well, you're you're gonna want to do what's actually not hiring. I guess is what we're saying. So you're looking at what you're doing. You're looking at the colleges. You're touring them. You're you're you know taking a taking all the good the freebies, all the food that they have. Buying t-shirts at their school stores. Yeah, yeah. You want to get as many t-shirts as you can. It's a competition, really. You know, between me and my sister, we have so many college shirts that we've never actually went to college for. But at least we can say that we stepped on their campus. Yeah. Definitely um, the best part about visiting colleges is, I think, was looking at their school stores. I love, probably like everybody, is like getting t-shirts when I was younger. Just, I love, love, love just getting t-shirts from places that I never went to or I never planned to go to. I just wanted a t-shirt. I mean, the funny part is you're probably the only one that, you know, spent any money at that store. I mean, think about like the big schools like Harvard. You could order their stuff online. Philly, you, you actually had to go there to go, uh, you know, buy the yeah. crap. But now Jefferson's online, so you can do that too. Oh, well, move in the right direction, you know? Yeah, yeah. So you figure out what colleges you want. You figure out what you can and probably cannot afford. And, you know, it depends how, you know, generous you want to be to your parents. So I say you find a good college, you know. You're going to leave with minimum debt. You accept their offer. You're on accepted day. Yeah, accepted students day, I was like, I remember being like nervous going to because it's literally just a day where everybody has been accepted, obviously, to college and they're going, like, they're probably going to go there and, like, um, eventually you have to spend a night over actually in the dorms. Oh, yeah, it's a very diverse day filled with backgrounds, majors, and don't worry, when you when you get there and you're uh, you getting to your friends, you pull out the cards against humanity everyone's true self comes out. You start hearing all these V words and these D words and, you know, everything's happening. And if you weren't a fan of icebreakers by that night, man, I don't know what I'm telling you, but man, there's so many icebreakers that you've probably never heard of or never seen. I mean, you're meeting, you're meeting new people all the time. And I mean, that night, it's probably the first night of your life that there are no parental curfews. Yeah, being by yourself is kind of like freeing, but you're like, I was nervous. I oh, remember. yeah. I mean, let's, I mean, 
Everyone's playing games. Everyone's getting with each other. It's like um, <laughs> nobody's. It's like spin the bottle on steroids. I don't know what your accepted student say was like, but literally for girls at least, like they give you like a temporary uh, roommate for the night, and who a girl that I will probably never see again, but happens to be in my year. I've seen her around campus, but like you sleep together, like you sleep in the same room rather, and then I know we left our door open and like. Random people just kind of like started like coming into our room saying hi, who are you, blah blah blah. And it's sort of like icebreakers, like what are you going to school? Like uh No, I'm not going to the school. I'm just staying over for the night. Well, at least I think like <laughs> isn't there like accepted students day where like you could be going to that school but you don't have to? Like a perspective. Maybe student, it's a I different guess. like maybe they have a different night where you sleep over. I can't remember yeah, if it was the same day. day or night or whatever. But I'm saying for the night that you stay over, um, I guess you're for sure going to that school, obviously, by then. I but hope so. Yeah, I hope so. But that's how I met some of my like my current roommate, my best friend, I met that night. <laughs> like over that sleepover. She was randomly just running down the hallways and she's very like vocal and yeah. she is like junk. Like, dumped her head in and was like, hey, guys, like, I'm Haley. <laughs> and that's how I met her. Sounds like a lost puppet that wanted to be adopted. Yeah, so, like, that's kind of, even though I was really nervous, like, you're meeting new people, like, literally every five seconds, which is kind of overwhelming for me myself. But, like, it was really fun. I remember liking it afterwards and being glad I did it. Like, you had to do it. I, I, I remember mine, too. Mine was an architecture student. He was very to himself. And I remember all the people I actually was with were really, like, hardcore, like, partiers. And I obviously, feel like guys are different, though. Like, girls wouldn't show that right off. No, no. They were the females. Yeah, they were hardcore partiers. The cool part, or the, the interesting part, is for the first, for the, the, that day only, everyone's friends with each other. Everyone's, like, sharing text messages, Snapchatting each other. It's all like that until, you know, you start college. Yeah, you're probably never going to like... And then you never you never see them again. Or if you do see them again, odds are you don't say anything to them. Yeah, like randomly, like that's how I met my roommate. But like most of the people, like even in that room that night, that was one of the roommates was my roommate that was going to be for my college year that I had met like over Facebook or whatever. That didn't end up well either. I don't talk to her now. It's four years later. That was just a whole nother thing. Well, I honestly, I remember how I found my roommate. And I have a pretty interesting story. And I guess, really, the the story is don't let your mom pick your roommate. I don't know why in the heck you ever did that anyway. I guess I was really lazy. It was in the summer. I was in the pool. My mom was like, Dylan, you really should probably be finding a roommate. Doesn't college start soon? I was like, I, Mom, I, honestly, I was just going to do random. She's like, well, I feel like you have a better chance of, like, you know, matching up with someone. So we, we looked at people. We scrolled through. We saw what their photos were, what their description was, their whatever there was. And then there was this one guy. He had a couple of awards. Um, and he seemed like a really genuine human being. And, you know, honestly, the first... The first time, the first, when we met him, he had a pretty nice family. And, and it all worked out really well until the first week. And there was just this scent growing in my room. And it was, it was getting pretty strong. And you have to remember, when it's probably like coming on to November, December, and the weather drops and the windows are open, it's probably a problem. <laughs> and the heat's still on. So, I mean, 
it, it got a little smelly in there. And I guess the worst part that bothered me was I found out he had all these hygienic supplies that really could have killed out that smell. Yeah, so what Dylan is saying is that he didn't clean himself. And I feel like that's very, like, a guy thing. Oh, no, but it was weird, though. He would take showers on a daily basis, but he would just wet himself and dry himself. So then I, I was really curious one, like, one day because I was like, maybe it's just me. Maybe he can't afford, like, soap because I would totally buy him soap if it could just get rid of the smell. So I opened his, like, wardrobe thing that his, his parents always, like, you know, pack up stuff, and it was literally filled all the way up with the soap, shampoo, Literally everything, as if a girl was rooming with me, there was every every supply ever. I mean, and I was like, this scent should not be happening. And I actually told my friend, and my friend is obviously a little more honest that, than I did, and I actually told him to his face, and I guess it resolved the issue. But, I mean, obviously I'm a little nicer than him. Yeah, I feel like uh, freshman roommates, a lot of people have real good stories. Like, if you ever just ask anybody who's been to college, freshman year, like, your first roommate that you chose is probably not going to be your best friend. Somebody that you either had real issues with, never talked about I mean, later. probably not. I mean, was he a good guy? Yeah, he was a good guy. Was he a little quirky? He was quirky. Will I be friends with him? I mean, probably, probably not in the end. I mean... I do remember, I mean, after, like, probably, you know, halfway through um, the semester of college, my my um, my mom and her friend and my sister came to visit me. Um, obviously, I'm from North Jersey, so it's a little bit of a hike to Philly. So, I mean, they came to visit me. And my mom's obviously cleaning, and, you know, and she's finding um, noodles in our Keurig. And obviously, it was my mom's Keurig, which she gave me. And she's like, Dylan, why are there noodles in here, Dylan? What what are you cooking with uh, noodles? And, and why are they going through my Keurig? And I'm like, I don't know. Usually, I make coffee, Mom. And my mom got really suspicious because it ended up being my roommate was making ramen. And I guess he was actually putting the noodles through the Keurig for whatever science that it meant. And <laughs> let's just say my mom was really annoyed. And then she started cleaning and she started finding, like, hair on the windowsill, and she's like, Dylan, I don't know what goes on here when you're here, and when you're not here. And I'm like, honestly, I'm not here. I'm mostly in the studio working. That's guys. And yeah, I mean, maybe he was shaving his pubes on the side. That's I don't know. Gross. I hope not. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it's, you know, it's it's college. You're learning, you're, you're learning new things. You're Living le- with a person, I feel like, in general, is just hard. Like, especially uh, for freshman year, you're usually given a small room, which is, like, general for almost oh, and every I, college. I, I definitely think it's hard on the girl because, you know, of the bathroom experience, you know. <laughs> I mean, girls, girls are tough, you know. I mean... You guys, in, what, in what sense? You guys got so many things going on with your hair, your shower, I mean, makeup. I mean, guys. So, I didn't have any hygienic issues wrong with my I roommate. mean, we whip it out. We pee. My we wash sh- our hands. My roommate was just a total biatch. I remember just being like, oh, we're going to be like best friends. Like, I can't wait to like live with somebody. Like, I was just so excited, I remember. And I remember like the first week of school, she wanted to go out to like a party. And that like wasn't really me. And that wasn't what I wanted to go to be at college for it and I was like but I guess so and we went over to Temple which Temple already kind of scared me because I'd never been there I had like a friend who went there so I was like maybe I'll just go see her and I went with a group of people and I was like I'm gonna see my friend first and I'll go meet you and then she like promised to text me and never texted me back and I was just like I guess I'm staying with my friend so then we like literally met up later and I was like I hate her. I hate you, and I don't want to live with you anymore. 
but I like obviously had to and just like over time she was just like really not a great person and I I always remember like oh, I wanted to do a sport like I'm gonna pick up a sport I did sports all in high school and I did crew which is super fun loved it it was great it is super fucking hard though it is a commitment like you have to wake up I woke up at 4.30 and I had to be outside by 5 and then I had to walk across campus at 5 a.m. like every morning to meet up and then go on a bus down to the river so we could row in the morning. And like that part I kind of just got used to like it was really hard but balancing that with school was also harder. And I remember my roommate used to like be so annoyed that I would wake up early that I used to just change in the dark because she was the one that was getting annoyed that I was waking up early. So like just things escalated and she really like we ended up not talking towards the end of the first semester and then she decided she was going to move out and I was like, yes, finally. So she moved out and that was like, God well, said I mean, it was great. I got a pretty good story too, if I'm going to say so myself. Oh, do you, Dylan? I mean, I remember how I met my, my good friend. Um, so I mean, his, um, his mom actually came into my room and she's like, wow, this room is giant. Why is my son so small? My room was actually used to be the lounge and was converted. So it was basically like two or three rooms in one. So, I mean, it was like the Playboy Mansion. It was massive. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could have like people stay over with me and it still would be okay. I mean, it was, I think it was pretty great. And that's how I met my friend. I mean, I mean, it was a good day. I mean, I think as you get into that, that first week of school, you're going to really notice who the freshmen are and who the seniors are. Who's um walking around with their, their lanyard, bouncing around their neck like it's a weapon. You're, oh, you're, for sure. When you go to college, do not put your lanyard around your fucking neck. Like, it is just such a lame kind of move. And everybody, everybody will think you're a freshman. Even if you're not a freshman, they're going to suggest oh, that yeah. you're a freshman. And you want, you want to make sure you rent out all the books before class starts. So you it looks like you have, like rocks in your backpack and do not do not i remember freshman year i did this like on the first like week when i moved in i got I freaked out and i realized i needed all these books i hadn't checked before and i bought them from the bookstore oh yeah no, do not go to the bookstore they are way over do not do not buy any books before your teacher tells you to it's an absolute yeah. waste of money and you know what maybe you can share them or find them online yeah, literally check, double check that there's not a PDF of that entire fucking book online first. That's your step one. Step two is wait till your teacher actually signs something. Like if you can um, take pictures of it, sometimes books are at the library, like literally do everything in your possible, like within your possibilities to not buy a book because it uh, it's gonna be like so much money and like the original copies that you can get from the bookstore are probably $200 books like I remember buying chem and biology books freshman year that were $250 each it, yeah it's an absolute waste of money but yeah. it's, it's I mean it's a great product to you know set off the fire alarm if you want I mean, you know, no. just use it as kindling. No, do not. Do that after you don't need it. Or you can sell your books. True. But I mean, also, Chegg. Chegg is the best invention ever. Like, go online and you can rent them. And that's how a lot of people do it. Or, like, currently this year, I knew that I had to buy a book. And I did not find it online. Couldn't find it for free. It was in the bookstore I saw for $80. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't afford that. And then I tried to find it on Chegg. Wasn't there either. 
And I found out my professor was the one who fucking wrote the book. And that's why it's not everywhere. What a man. And then I found it in the library and found out that I can just use it and go to the library like for when I have homework and things and take pictures or do it at the library just so I don't right. have to buy it. Take away the power from the man. Yeah, I was, right. I was like, I am not spending this money. So that's how I got around it this year, at least, for buying a book. Because I was like, I'm a senior. I'm not dealing with buying these expensive books. So, so I guess that's probably, what, Tuesday or, or Wednesday on your first week? You probably threw up a tapestry like a, you know, like a normal girl. You're decorating your room. Oh, like, uh, yeah. You're using all the freaking command strips and dropping all the pictures Putting all on the your ground. pictures from high school it's all, all All those friends that you thought were friends and you know, all those clicks and bullshit, yeah, they, they're not your friends. Yeah, they're not your real friends. I'm you your friend. Them. I'm your friend. I'm your college advisor. Okay. No me. bullshit. We're real here. <laughs> so, I mean, you're, you're probably, you're learning about what books you're getting. You're hearing all these things about how attendance, you know, 15% of your grade. You're realizing probably by Wednesday, Thursday, that you're going to start coming in in sweatpants every day. That's actually how I met uh, Maddie. Uh, you know, she was doing crew. She was wearing sweatpants. I really didn't care at that point to take showers. After oh, yeah. You, I did my you, practice. Oh, yeah. I mean, you probably don't. I mean, you probably don't care. You're probably waking up, you know, throughout the night. Uh, you know, people have no curfews. They're making, they're pressing the popcorn button, and then the fire alarm goes off every night. And you see all these girls come out in their robes, and they're, they're like, shivering, and they're, like, got shampoo in your hair. Yeah. And you kind of feel bad, but then you're, like... It's college. It's all you're learning. Definitely, I have a vivid memory of uh, freshman year when I did crew and I used to shower like at night or something and I used to try to get the showers when uh, people weren't using them. So it, ha it happened to be like eight or nine o'clock at night. So I would shower and I was showering and at the I had just turned off the faucet and I like had a feeling that the fire alarm was going to go off. And no shit, it went off. And I, all I have is a robe and my hair up in a towel. And I ran down the hall. And people were literally like, oh shit. Like, I'm so sorry. That that's, sucks. That, that's sexy, babe. And we I, like it. And I literally had to, I threw up, like my roommate wasn't there, thank God. Because I just literally threw off my robe onto the ground, my hair out. And I pulled on sweatpants and no bra and put on a sweatshirt too. And I just literally ran out. Because you had to be out in like five minutes. Otherwise, like, I don't know if you get charged. Like, they made it oh, yeah, like they, super scary. Yeah, they, they say that they, they're looking for you through there. They're going through yeah. every room. Well, literally also, they have the time to look through wardrobes for alcohol and things like that. So also, like... FYI, be careful if you're like I mean, things out in the open. You're probably not friends with the seniors or you know juniors yet, but I mean, you know, there's, there's some parents that just send people to college with some like hardcore liquor already. And so. it's okay. I mean, we could argue that's a stress reliever. I mean, you're going to class a lot, you know. Maybe it's just a stress reliever. I mean, your parents may or may not be sending you care packages. I know I actually never got a care package, Same. but I got I had a friend every month, you know. He got a care package for going on class, going to class on time and not doing his homework. And I mean, he's a very proud mother. I feel like the further away you live from the college that you go to, people are more likely, like their parents, to give you care packages. I was still two hours away, but my mom wouldn't send me the care package because of the price. 
She would rather actually just ship me something of her own care package, which is fine. I mean, you know, as long as I got some chocolate and trail mix, it's all good. But it was all about price in the end. I mean, you're 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 spending a lot of money, so yeah, I I can understand it now because I have to you know pay twenty seven thousand dollars, you know. So it's yeah, all... I mean, I only lived like maybe an hour away from our college. So I for sure never got any care packages. My parents would just be like, come home. Like, get your own food there. They would not send anything. I mean, you're probably, you know, we're approaching the end of the the first week. Hopefully you joined a couple clubs. You made a couple friends, I hope. You know, maybe some sports, you know, interest you. I would say join as many clubs as you can or that interest you or that you even can come to each night. I mean. I think. I know usually, my my sister did join 10 clubs, so I wouldn't say join 10, join like two or three. I think, um, I, I know for our school during the first week, there's like, um, what is it called? Like It's like, it's like a club fair. It, yeah, it's like a club fair where they just have all the clubs and all their tables are out and about, so you can just kind of like go around signing up for the ones you want to sign up for. So whatever you find interesting, I say sign up for, yeah, but eventually you're probably going to decide, do I have time for this, that, and that? Like, no, probably no. not. So then you can you can receive emails from them. You like, can. I remember... And decide which ones you want to go to later. I did actually Ultimate Frisbee. It's like the biggest college sport to happen to college. And honestly, I made all my friends th- through it. So, I mean, for me, it was it was a really good thing. I mean, I liked it. We went on tournaments. We, we partied together. We hung out together. It also helped that, you know... A lot of the first friends I made also joined with me. So, I mean, it was it was pretty cool. I mean, I, th- I would say, you know, join things that interest you and that you could show up to, um, at least after you do your homework. Yeah, I definitely had, like, a similar experience. I didn't do Frisbee, but like I said, I did crew my freshman year. And I found, I made one, like, really good friend and who was happened to be in, like, all my classes. Her name was Abby. And I brought it up to her and I was like, yo, I, I know we have, like, a crew team. And, like, I know you can just sign up. It's not something you have to, like, try out for because they have, like, a novice team. And I was like, hey, why don't we do it together? So I literally made her sign up with me. And I, and I met a lot of my friends that way. Even though I ended up quitting crew, like, I... It was a very good way to open myself up to new experiences in college. You didn't quit. You, let's say, let's call it retiring. You retired. I retired after one semester. It sounds better. I was doing awful at, at balancing college and sport. So, like, if you can do that, great on you. But I had a really hard time balancing that. Like, that was an intense sport that I had never experienced, like, in high school. I had done field hockey and I had done softball. And softball and that was, like, it was fine. It was after school. didn't have to wake up early, really. So, like, I never went through anything like this. So that's why I think I had real trouble with it. And I was doing, taking a lot more classes than I was used to. So, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think when you're you're walking around campus and you see any flyers for, you know, sports, food, free t-shirts. Yeah, sports events. Anything. If you see the word, there's four letters that matter. And they start with, it starts with F, free. If you see anything with free... Make sure your ass is there. Yeah, go to those events. They're definitely, if you want free t-shirts, first of all, like uh, you know that I like, I went to those events. They they hand out to like, at least at our school, they used to do the first 50 people who show up in line gets a free t-shirt. And I was like, 
I used to tell my roommate, I used to tell my friends, I was like, guys, let's go tonight. Like, I want a free t-shirt. Let's go at like 6.30 when it starts at like 7.15. Oh, yeah. You get you get your ass there. All the cute yeah. boys are going to be there. Yeah, it's how you meet other new people. Maybe you see some cute boy on the basketball team or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you dribble with him. You show him what's up. Okay. Yeah, you dribble with him. Do whatever Dylan says, apparently. But <laughs> <laughs> that's definitely, I loved going to those events just for like, it was kind of like they got you to school events by giving free things out, which is very smart if you think about it for college students. Free, free, free. I mean, I love that word in college. I mean, I don't usually go to it as much now, but if there's a free t-shirt that I happen to be around, I will go get that actively. Of course, you gotta. Yeah, so definitely a good thing to know in college is go to those free events. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you're probably at the end of your first week. Your clothes probably stink. I know my roommates did. So you're probably, you know, all doing laundry at once. Now the, there's probably a, have to learn how to do laundry first. Of oh all. yeah, if you're a guy, yeah, you don't know how to do laundry. But there's Girls one. Girls don't either. Oh, I guess so. I mean, I gave not you as the, likely. Give me the benefit of the doubt. But I mean, if you if you guys do do laundry, you're gonna you know take all your pods. I mean, that's pretty college of you, pods, <laughs> Tide pods. You're gonna go down to the. To the washers. I hope you guys don't have to use coins. I hope they gave you at least some freedom. Yeah. But the, the key in this part is finding a working washer. And when you're done washing your clothes, hopefully there's a, a working dryer. Because a lot of times they break all the time. Yeah. I mean, and probably wants to blame me. I probably broke about, you know, three dryers, yeah. three washers a week. And the problem really was, you know, I, I was washing like my down winter blankets but this is how I start. You pay, you know, $50,000 a year to college. It's kind of like a lifetime warranty. It's when you get an iPhone, like when you get an iPhone and you, you know, you get that warranty, you know, when you drop your phone on the ground. I, I your college is the same way. $50,000, I get 50,000 tries. So every time I did it. Definitely a rookie mistake is also overpacking. The washer. I remember doing that multiple times, and it literally just fills up with water. Just, you go down oh when yeah. it's like supposed to be ready, and you realize it, it's still soaked. And I used to just like, if nobody was there, I would transfer it to a better washer. It floods out. Actually, I remember one time I was doing laundry, and I mean, you can hope that you know the person, you know, other people are gonna be nice. Some people will just take out your laundry and sit it on a table, even if it's soaking sit wet. Sit it on a table, soaking wet. I mean. All right, so I was a, I would I try to be the nice guy. I would take out, I would put your laundry, I'd take it out, fold it. Actually, one time I actually put it in a dryer. So yeah, this is actually a really funny story. So I'm probably mid thong. So I'm taking out this girl's thong, and I'm looking, I'm looking because I'm making trying to make sure that no one's like coming in. Because I was like, I felt really awkward, but there's nowhere to put it. So I was like, I'll just put it in the dryer and put it, you know, be a nice person, like hope someone would do that to me. So I'm like doing it. I'm probably like. You know, in that like mid, that midpoint where I'm grabbing that thong with my hand of, you know, the washer. And I turn my head and I can see this blonde bitch looking at me. And she was, she, I mean, I, I'm not saying use the B word, but I use that B word in that one case. Because she looked at me and she was so rude. She said, excuse me, why are you touching that? She was like, could have left it in there. I was like. It was in there for 20 minutes. Now, see, how I play is I give you probably 5 to 10 minutes. 
Definitely. 20 minutes, you know, come on. Save Netflix and chilling later, okay? The boy can wait. College students do not have time to wait around to do fucking laundry. Like, my thing was giving them five minutes. You have five minutes to go pick up your fucking laundry. If it's not out of it by then, it's either going on the table or it's going in a free... Like, I'll be nice too and put it in the fucking dryer. But I need that washer now. <laughs> like, that's how oh, I used I'm to do it. the same thing. That's, that was the easiest way. And that's where I, I saw a lot of other people do that too. And, like, also, like, if you have multiple loads and there's multiple washers, put that stuff in there. I, I, don't, like, I mean, I don't care why you were late if you were, like, you know, just doing it with your boy and the double. Or, I mean, I mean, that's obviously awkward, too. Or if you or were... Or some people just, like, legit forget about their laundry and, like, I whatever. You can, but... ho- you can hope so. But there are a lot of, like, you know, people that are a little slower. We're in college. It's diverse. People come from all over the nation backgrounds oh yeah people who like had their parents do everything for them so they literally just forget they have their stuff down there some people are probably having dinner and during in the freshman 15 competition Mm -hmm. so oh yeah and it's real guys freshman 15 when you come home for thanksgiving your mom's gonna be like excuse me are you um are you delivering mail or something? It's it gonna... might be freshman twenty five. Who knows? Whatever buffets really get you, man. I guess what I guess you know while you're in college, sign up for the five k beforehand. <laughs> yeah, do some exercise while you're out at freshman year. Yeah, use that gym. That gym is probably it's one of the best. You. Probably the best gym you're ever gonna have. And when you work out, make as many grunts as you can. Make everyone look at you. Yeah, definitely take advantage of that. Especially, I would say, during your first semester. That's where you get screwed with your weight. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a lot of the things from the first week, I guess, that you're going to endure in college. Yeah, I would say that's definitely, like, the first kind of hit that you will hit when you go to college. Some of these major points that we have hit on. You will definitely 100% experience while you're in college anywhere. Most importantly, find a good roommate. Um, Don't walk around with your lanyard, you know, bouncing off your boobs. I mean, Learn how to do laundry before you come to college so you don't look like an idiot. uh, Yeah, then it's at least some bonding time with mom and dad. Yeah. A little thing, a little something after. They can you know. teach you something that you will use. I can honestly say for probably the rest of your life. Yeah, it'll teach you laundry and the birds and the bees. Yeah, teach you all the important stuff before you leave and screw up your life by yourself. And if you don't know the birds and the bees, you'll know the birds and the bees. You'll somehow learn it vicariously through other people. Oh so, yeah, maybe your roommate. You never know what you're gonna open your eyes. Actually, active roommates are definitely good to get in on that world of sex but that's another time right guys yeah i guess so well we have some exciting guests in the future that really do have some good stories yeah we're gonna have people on here with uh, some of their own personal stories we have some of our best friends that i'm sure will be glad to come on here and share their personal stories with us they would love to share you with what you shouldn't do because they already did it and yeah, we've been through it. I'm currently still, like, I obviously still have a whole year left, but been through the nitty-gritty, at least, of it, I would say. Oh, yeah. She's a senior. Senior? Yeah, yeah. senior. She's a sweating senior. Okay, not sweating. But, yeah, so, guys, I hope this really helped you out. Uh, we're your real-life college advisors, the in and outs of college, as we like to say. So, I'm Maddie. And I'm Dylan, and you're going to keep up with us on our Instagram. We'll um, update you with any questions, social media. And uh, thank you for tuning in. This is Accepted.